welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy, and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times. We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more all the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to July. If you are listening to this episode right when it airs, here we are just Starting that mid-year month, super exciting. Uh, Over here at Healthy Catholic Moms, that means that we are starting a fresh month of workouts in the Chasing Greatness monthly workout group. So I usually suggest that the prerequisite for joining that group is to have taken the eight-week beginner program. But if you have a pretty good knowledge of macros and things already or have gleaned enough from the podcast and you just want to check out workouts, that's more what we focus on over there, not so much on the nutrition side. I assume that is already going on, but it's a great community of women. We have a big, lively Facebook group. We do some live workouts, all that stuff. You can try it even just for a free trial over on my website if you are interested in popping in with us for July. And today we are going to chat actually about nutrition. We're just going to get really straightforward here. This is the time of year where I think healthy eating is a lot easier than it is other times of the year. I know summer gets a bad rep because I think of barbecues and socials, but even that food that's usually available at parties and barbecues, I find at least in the events that I'm going to and the things I'm experiencing, it's usually a lighter fare than what you typically get during the year. Like even if I'm going to a kid's birthday party or a get together, it's usually more like grill out foods rather than pizza and heavy foods. You know, there's obviously everybody's different here. There's variants, but I think it's a really good time, especially the foods that you are in control of to just lean into those lighter foods, go to farmer's markets, like saturate your family with uh, fruits and vegetables instead of those heavy comfort foods. But I also do think by this point, like that is me. I, ju- I jump into that. I dive into that all in May. I'm like, yes, all the salads, all the whatever. Then sometimes at this point of July is where I start feeling like, what do we eat? <laughs> and I get sick of things. Now, I am sharing with you my favorite salad and wrap combinations today. 
And these have been my favorites and my go-tos for years. I used to just share these on a little Microsoft Word document with my very first online training clients like many years ago. And I would just give suggestions of things to eat for lunches and dinners. And I these were probably on there because these have been such trusted go-tos. But I will say, even though we're talking about sales and wraps, it's important to just anytime you're in a food rut, but this can obviously be happening in summer if you are hitting the sales heavier. If you get sick of something, like just switch up the modality. I was chatting with a client about this a couple weeks ago where she hadn't even said it. We were just talking about incorporating vegetables more. And I mentioned how I was feeling saladed out was the exact words I used, which is not a word. And I said, so I've been just kind of roasting a sheet pan of veggies most nights and or like one night having a leftover, but I really like fresh roasted veggies. So I was doing that just as a side for a lot of our dinners, topping it with goat cheese, like making it delicious. And she then shared like, you know what, I actually am pretty saladed out too. So I'm going to try the roasted veggies. But just switch things up when things get stale. Like if you've been having a ton of roasted veggies, maybe try some raw veggies that you love with hummus and a good homemade dip or something like that. You know, there's a lot of different ways to incorporate vegetables. It doesn't have to be a salad or wrap, but that is what I'm sharing today because I do think that having just some go-tos and like these are the things that I typically think about for lunches where if I'm grilling up a bunch of chicken on Sunday or Monday to have for the week or I'm going to make a bunch of ground turkey, I just want to know roughly what my plan is for lunches. Sometimes I just do leftover lunches, but oftentimes I'll plan to eat like one kind of wrap for most of the week. Or I will have, you know, my husband or myself will grill a bunch of chicken and then I'll just switch these up in and out throughout the week. That happens a lot of the time. The tricky part there is having the different items to complement it on hand. Like, you know, if you're switching from a Cobb salad to taco salad, you're going to want different, like you might want blue cheese and then you might want taco cheese or whatever. So it's a lot to have in the house, but we have a lot of people eating and we go through it anyways if I buy a couple kinds of cheeses. So I just kind of usually try to have some of those supplemental things on hand so I can just have that freedom. And I think that is a big point of contention with a lot of my clients when they start eating more healthily and have to pre-log their macros. They think like, well, I just want to be able to be spontaneous. That's great. You absolutely can. Just because you're food prepping, you know, food prepping is different than meal prepping. Meal prepping is where like you prep the whole meal, it's done, it's ready to go. Think like you make a meatloaf and it's ready or something like that that's assembled and that's the meal you're going to eat. Food prepping is just prepping those bulk items in your that you can use in your foods. That's more of what we do all the time. I know this is a big old tangent to get us eventually, I promise it's coming to the wraps and salads, but I thought of that this weekend where I don't consider myself a meal prepper. I really don't prep our meals, but there's a lot that I just kind of do behind the scenes or as I'm going to prepare myself for a week or make things easier on myself. I've shared before, one of those things is at least a meal a week, I'm usually doubling one and sending to the freezer. I just think about it when I get to those meals. Like if I'm making sauce, I'm automatically going to make a huge pot of sauce, put several of them, freeze it flat in the freezer Ziploc bags, stick them in the freezer because I'm not going, you know, I love making sauce, but I'm not going to give that time to it. I keep it on the pot for like, or on the stove for like three hours. So I'm not always going to do that. So I will make it worth it. Same thing with same family here. It's Italian style with making meatballs. If I'm going to bother to get the egg, get the breadcrumbs, mix everything, roll everything, fry everything, 
I'm going to make a big batch and I'm going to freeze half as well. So there's some little things I do that that's more specific. That's more like a meal prep, but that's just if I'm already making the meal and I just make double and freeze one. But I do food prep often like this weekend. I planned for Sunday to be a big old grilled chicken meal, which if you're in the Chasing Greatness group too, you'll see I always give a meal calendar. Make sure you're checking that out if you're in the group. And I just give suggestions of usually there's like a Sunday or Monday dinner um, like theme. And I will say I'll make one of those days general food prep typically, because that's what I do in our family. Like it's I'll jazz it up then. So for example, my husband was grilling a bunch of chicken for me, which was great. And then I just planned that that night I was going to make a little sun-dried tomato sauce. Um, Not like a creamy one, but kind of a light olive oil sauce with sun-dried tomatoes and garlic. And then top it with goat cheese to go over a couple pieces of the grilled chicken that we were eating that night. But I was taking that other like three grilled chicken breasts to use the next day for Cobb salads. And then, so I should back myself up. To even start this, this is just Saturday. It didn't take a lot of pre-thought. I thought, what are we going to eat tomorrow? I go to the freezer. I have a big bag of chicken that I froze all together and I didn't separate. So I was like, all right, we're going to defrost this and we're going to work with this this week. So I defrosted the whole thing overnight. I mar- I took out like three or four breasts. All the rest I marinated in a really simple grill marinade. And then while he was grilling... Like I said, we then took a couple breasts to have that night for dinner, and I topped with a little sauce and goat cheese. I saved the next couple for a cob salad the next day, and those other ones that I took away before I even marinated, I made into buffalo chicken salad to have for the whole week as lunches. So I'm sure a lot of you are doing things like this, but some of you might not be and might think like, wow, that makes sense (laughs) because you're just like multiplying your efforts. You're doing pretty much one action and making it go a lot farther. I know there's several other actions in there, but this was all for me wrapped up in the like half hour of preparing dinner. I had the chicken boiling while I was, um, or not, you know what I mean, you boil it and turn it off, but I had the chicken cooking for the chicken salad while I was making that little sauce for the grilled chicken and everything felt different. It wasn't like, oh, we're eating chicken all week. Like there were, there's a vast difference in eating like a mixed chicken salad that's prepared even if you prepare it like a different way this was a buffalo one but if you you know there's a ton of ways you can go with that too you could do celery and walnuts and things like that that tastes very different than like a grilled chicken with sun-dried tomato and goat cheese on top so little tips to get us through for those of you who maybe aren't doing that that is a huge it's just a huge time saver all right so my five of my very favorite salad or wrap combinations that I do lean on often for lunches and dinners sometimes like I just mentioned we just had one of these for dinner these could all be salads or wraps and wraps are not the death of you there's <laughs> if you don't like to include a lot of gluten and you feel better without it that's great there are tons of alternatives now there's like the siete almond flour tortillas Lots of different other brands that don't include grains if that's not your style or there's more ancient grain and healthier options. And most of us do need carbs in there. So please don't feel like you always need to have salads. A lot of us don't feel full without a carb present. Even though fat is really satiating, even though protein is satiating, sometimes we that it's just like a personal preference that we need a little bit of carb there. I'm this way. So even as we had that Cobb salad for dinner, I knew I had a little bit of sourdough bread left that I had made a couple days before that I was like, okay, perfect. We can, I'll put out some olive oil and spices and we can do that with it. Cause I knew like we needed, 
more of a carb than just vegetables there to uh, help us all feel a little bit more full. So these could be not just salads, but they could be wraps and I eat all these all the time. So number one is buffalo chicken. Now, when I do it this way in a salad or wrap, I'm thinking like lettuce, grilled chicken or rotisserie chicken, maybe some kind of cheese. I'll pack it with veggies. I like spicy for this. So I'll do like banana peppers and jalapeno peppers and red peppers and all that stuff. And then um, I do use like a blue cheese dressing and hot sauce. <laughs> I know more and more and more spice. And I do this very often for wraps. If I have grilled chicken in there and I'm just looking at what I'm eating for lunch, this is what I'm going to. A lot of the time I'll melt some pepper jack cheese on with it, see more spice and do that. When I mentioned, and so that could be salad wise, sometimes I'll do that in a big salad bowl or sometimes a wrap. When I mentioned a different buffalo chicken salad, something else that I love and what I did for lunches this week is not what I meant here, but that's where I just cook the chicken breasts like in water over the stovetop, shred it up add some olive oil and mayo, some hot sauce, some paprika, really whatever vegetables. I did onion and red pepper this week because I knew my husband was going to eat it too and he does not love it too spicy. So otherwise I would have thrown jalapenos in there and salt and pepper. I like a lot of black pepper. Again, more spice. (laughs) So then mix it up. Obviously keep it in the fridge. It's so good chilled and I'll eat that with crackers. I got really good crackers from Trader Joe's. And I've been doing that for lunches along with fruit and vegetables. So there's a little bonus for you in here. Number two of a salad or wrap that I hit up all the time is a taco salad. And this can just delight me (laughs) if it's been a day anyways. And I'm like, oh man, like I am ready to sit down, put my feet up for some lunch. And then I remember it's taco salad. And we happen to also have guac and happen to also have tortilla chips available that I can crunch on top. Um, Oh, that's a good day. That is a good day. So I, there's not too much to recommend here. You can do this however you like to do taco salads. You could use ground turkey, you can use ground beef, any of that stuff. I do try to buy those little individual guac cups because avocado timing is just never ideal. And then if you're like eating this multiple times in the week, if you make guac one day, you know the next day it's going to look terrible. I know there's all kind of tricks and hacks. None of them have ever worked for me. So I just buy the little mini like pre-sealed snack packs of guac and keep them in the drawer for times such as these. So it's always a good one. Again, wrap it up, eat it as a big salad. Doesn't matter however you want to, however you enjoy tacos. Okay, next up, this is really nice for summer and a big... I know that the the crowd is mixed on goat cheese, but this combination is goat cheese, strawberry, and a walnut. So assume there's a protein in there, of course. This is often what I'm... The combination I'm doing for our side salads with dinner. We've had a really good amount of lettuce coming from the garden this year, and we've had a side salad with dinner almost every night to round out, which is good because I've been actually getting most of our vegetables from the farmer's market more so this year than any other year. I've just like prioritized that in our schedule more. We have a great market really close to us, though, that's open three times a week. So I have a lot of flexibility there, and I will just go grab fresh vegetables. But so then when we're out, we're just out. And I haven't been relying on frozen as much. Just yesterday, actually, for the first time, I went to Aldi and I grabbed some bags of frozen just in case uh, to fill those gaps. But otherwise, it's that it's been kind of like, well, then we can do salad at least. So I do usually like to do a salad and another vegetable with dinner. But this is where I'm usually doing um, a side salad for us. It might look a little more even than just what I listed there. I'll usually just do like goat cheese, strawberries if we have them. Um, 
sunflower seeds I usually have on hand. And then I really like like those kind of sugared up <laughs> nuts that they have in the salad toppings like candied pecans or something like that. Or I mentioned like walnuts, something uh, with a little bit of sweetness and crunch to throw in there. And that's what our side salad is usually looking like. But sometimes I'll make a big old salad for myself for lunch or dinner that I will also throw in then grilled chicken with this combo and usually some kind of balsamic dressing. Delicious. So summery. All right. Last two. Number four is Cobb. This is what we just had the other day. I love this option because it's usually the one I can pull off if with little to no thought. Like I did not pre-plan the Cobb salad. I just knew that I wanted to have a salad night that following night because um, one night a week, my husband and I play volleyball and it was before that. So I knew that we wouldn't want to have anything super heavy. So I was like, we'll do a salad before that. Let's see what I can pull off. And I almost always have eggs. So it's easy to, again, just throw the eggs into hard boil. I made some extra. I ended up making myself like a bacon breakfast sandwich for lunch. And I just made a bunch of extra bacon to top on the salad for dinner. So again, just making that time go farther. And that those are the kind of things I put in there. Again, avocado, we actually did not have because you know, the avocado timing is tricky. So we just had like lettuce, grilled chicken, bacon, eggs. I threw some cheese in there. I threw some extra vegetables in there too, tomatoes and his, onions and mine, all that kind of stuff. And then I used just this like house vinaigrette that I had gotten from Aldi previously too. So it was really delicious. We both had a huge plate of it. I mean, you throw bacon on a salad and how can it be bad? But it's good. You get all this protein and healthy fats. I was actually thinking that yesterday as I am not tracking macros and I didn't do out, you know, what the macros were, but I was like, there has got to be a lot of protein in this because the chicken breast alone had about 30 and then he had the bacon and then he had the egg. So then he had the cheese. It was definitely had to be pushing like 40 or almost 50 grams of protein for that meal from a salad, which is crazy. All right. Lastly, I actually get another bonus because I couldn't decide. I put Caesar and Southwest and then in all caps, I wrote Thai. <laughs> and I love both. Caesar is like just one of my go-tos. Funny aside about Caesar, pre having my first baby, when I first got really um, into nutrition and macros and I was a lot more strict than I am currently or have been since, I was doing no gluten, no dairy at all. I had no butter in the house. It was only coconut oil. This was when we first, uh, like before, right before we got married and then when we first got married. But then it was funny because I got pregnant a month into our wedding, well, our marriage, I should say. And I remember like some funny things creeping in that I thought were the world's biggest indulgences. Like I was like, I think I'm going to buy cereal for like the first time in years. And then um, Caesar salad was one of these because I didn't let myself have Caesar dressing because I thought it was too fattening. It was like, oh, I'm really craving Caesar salad though. And that first pregnancy, I had a Caesar salad like every night at 9 p.m. I would have a huge like mixing bowl Caesar salad. <laughs> and since then, it's just stayed in the rotation. Pregnant, not pregnant, I don't care. I have Caesar and I love it. I love the croutons. I love the Parmesan cheese. This is where, guys, I just feel like there's a lot of life that is meant to be enjoyed and it can't all be... Like, this is where I'd rather be 2% higher body fat and having Caesar salads than not. Okay? So personal preference. <laughs> you can load it up with veggies and you can do it as healthy as you want to. There's a lot of great homemade dressing options that are not as thick and heavy. Um, and then Southwest salads are just fun to me, again, because you can throw tortilla chips in it or tortilla strips. But 
you can really load these up with protein too if you tolerate and like black beans. This is the one I get a pushback for in my family, but you could throw black beans in there even instead of chicken. If you're trying to have a meatless meal, that would work really well. You can load so many veggies. You can even use salsa as the dressing itself. So you're saving a lot of calories there if that is something that you're trying to be conservative with and get even more vegetables. So Southwest is a great one for us. I I am usually doing that with like a grilled chicken, some kind of cheddar or taco cheese, tortilla strips, lots more veggies added. And what else do I put in there? Like I said, I usually do serve this with like a salsa or maybe a some kind of a like sriracha ranch or something like that with a little bit of kick. And again, these could be wraps. These could be salads. So delicious. Good way to bang out all of your vegetable needs for the day. I like to do that a lot too if I know that it's been sparse. And some meals are just harder to hit. Breakfast is usually harder to hit vegetables on unless you're doing a shake with frozen vegetables or you're doing like an egg with salsa or um, some kind of omelet where you can pack a lot of veggies in, it can be hard to fit vegetables into breakfast. So just it's totally fine to bang them all out in one sitting too. And salads can really help with that. I'll leave, leave you with one last trick. What I do most often for us, most Tuesday nights we are doing tacos. And I do like a taco salad, but I also like the feeling of eating a taco. And I, I feel like I'm missing out if I don't have the taco. So I will put the shell on the plate And then I will load it up like a salad. I will eat it down like a salad with a fork until it gets manageable. (laughs) And then I wrap it up and eat it like a taco. So I do feel like it's the best of both worlds. And you get a lot more chewing. So that's a lot more volume. You So you feel a lot more full for the same amount of calories because you're consuming so much lettuce. So hot tip for you, you could do that with any of these if you want to finish it off as a wrap, but eat it as a salad. All right, ladies, I hope this was helpful. I hope that you can get some inspiration from these. Please share it if you found it valuable. And rate and review would always be great if you have a second to do that. I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me. Next time, we're going to talk about um, the necessity of completing proteins if you are eating more veggie-based meals. All right, so stay tuned for that, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.